I am so sorry you were born that way. He wasn't a king, he was just he was short. short. Welcome to High and Bother, the show we can't start on the first take. Greetings. This is High and Bothered, the podcast where we try really hard to stay on track, and I'm just as high when I'm editing as I am when we record. My name's Courtney. Hello, I'm Rebecca, and today we're going to talk about probably the most relevant topic, which is dating in 2022. Thank you. Courtney was adjusting my microphone. But first, we're going to talk about what we're smoking. We stopped by Nova Farms in Atterboro. I think this is GG4. Yeah, Gorilla Glue. Okay, mm -hmm. that's what I thought. I am back with my trusty vape, and this time it has this time it has Calio. Because oh. that's becoming one of my favorite strains. That's a good one. Yeah, I've been really enjoying it. So yeah, to the to the matter at hand. <laughs> yeah, let's get into dating. So Courtney and I, Courtney is thirty going thirty one. I am twenty nine going into thirties. Just blow me up that I'm old, why don't you? Uh, well, you're like one of the few people in my life that is older than me. I'm older than fucking everyone. I know you are. But just, but like, as someone who like stayed back, I was up to two years older than the youngest kid in my grade. So it's still low-key weird for me. Yeah, I can get that. Older than me. So we're old and we're single and we're thornbacks. We're thornbacks. Why did we say that so creepy? I, I feel like you have more to share in this than I do. I have like one very recent sad pathetic story. So oh, why don't you No, go? we're going to we're, oh, we're going to start with you because you you refused to tell me oh so we could keep it for the podcast. That's right. Oh, that's right. I matched with this chick on Tinder and she was cute. And we were kind of flirting, and then she was like, do you want to come over? My roommate's not here. And I was just like, fuck, sure, yeah, okay, why not? So I walked into Courtney's room, and I was like, can you watch Reed so I can go make out with a girl? That never gets to happen. I never get to do that. No, you never get to make out so, with girls. So I was super stoked, because it's hard. Not only is it hard to match with women, it's hard to get to the point of actually meeting up. Every girl I've matched with, even if we've had, like, great conversation, it has never reached the point of actually, like, fucking meeting each other. It just never does. So, so I, I, like, jumping on the opportunity. But then I got to her house, and she was still cute, but just, like, the vibes were not there. Instead, It's just, like, they, it just, there wasn't... There wasn't, and I, I think it was very mutual. I, I really do. Like, we went out to her porch. We smoked a joint. We had a good conversation about GoPuff and, like, Stoner. Like, we had good conversation. But, like, that wasn't what I was there for. Yeah. You know? So, we, like, sat down on the couch. I think we were just trying to feel each other out. And we put on a movie because during our message conversation, uh, her bio was just, like, let's make out and watch movies. Like, that was it. Uh, you know, so that's kind of how the topic of movies came up. And she was like, oh, what movie would you put on? And I said, um, but I'm a cheerleader. Because, like, isn't that a good movie Such to put a on? a good movie. Like, dark comedy, LGBTQ dark comedy. It has RuPaul. It has that other lady in it. It has everybody. Like, it just has... 
everything you could want from a movie. If you have not seen But I'm a Cheerleader, not a lot of people have seen that movie. I didn't realize. Dude, it's wonderful. And also the set design. Like, pay attention to the set design. It is so well thought out and so good in the color scheme. It's just like, so like, not only is it like funny and satirical and like a dark comedy and absolutely wonderful, but also like the set design is really good and very like fun, like inside the recovery house for being gay. Yeah. Like it's very thematic and every room is its own particular color. Yeah. I did go home and continue watching the movie because what happened was we were chilling on the couch she was texting someone. I was aware of that. Like, I knew what was happening. I was like, oh, she's gonna, she's about to, I, I, I low-key knew it. I was like, she's texting someone to get out of this, cause, which is fine. Because also, like, I, I could have just left, but also we're, like, both awkward. I don't know. It was just like, I was like, I don't know how to just leave, so I guess I'll just sit here and watch this movie and chill because, like, she was cool enough. But then she gets a call from her roommate, who wasn't supposed to be home that night. But, you know, and the phone call was definitely like, I mean, we were sitting next to each other, but like the phone was up. That volume was all the way up. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me tell you, I heard that whole, like, so, oh, no. yeah, so there, yeah, so she definitely texted her roommate and was like, hey, can you like call and just say you're coming home and that you don't want anyone else here so I can like get rid of this chick, which is totally fine. I've done that move with dudes before. I've had Yeah, you, I was going to yeah. say, literally, there yeah, was that so, time. Like, no, like, this is like no harm, no foul. Oh, but I still feel fucking pathetic. I, I still like a feel like a failure of like a bisexual. Just like because I come home, what was it? Thirty minutes later, less than an hour, I was gone. Yeah, and I. So I felt like I was a little embarrassed and a little felt like a little bit like it's totally fine. No hard, no foul. Like, I'm glad she did that because then I just like went home. Like I got smoked up and then I went home and finished watching. But I'm a cheerleader in my own bed. Hi. So it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. But I still felt like an absolute failure <laughs> coming back well, in. Yeah, that like shit hurts. But you also have to think that it definitely is like it's not like. It's never, I've never done it because I've been like, this person is so awful that I feel like I have to do this. It's just, I'm too fucking awkward to say I want to go home, so I need an excuse. Oh, except for that time with a boy in his parents' house, the one time that I did text you and say I needed an emergency (sighs) out. And I was drunk. Yeah, but no, you did a good, I was drunk. And and I called you and I told you that the fucking ceiling caved. <laughs> yeah, because I once again lowered my standards and met up with a boy off of Tinder that I probably normally wouldn't have if I wasn't like feeling a little sad and needing validation in that moment. And when I got there, he lived in his parents' house. His parents were in their other house. So he was just living in that house. And he had a don't tread on me flag on, like, the basement ceiling and these, like, various other flags in his ceiling. (laughs) And he was just already pretty drunk, I had figured out, because what got me was um, he asked me the same very simple question three times. Oh, And that's when I texted you being like, call me with an emergency in five minutes i need to get out of here because i mean i don't think he would have done anything but i was just like i just he wouldn't have had the the ability to do he couldn't even talk i know he would try something and you would just like fucking yeah he was a a small boy too he was like my height and i mean i'm five seven which 
Yeah. Is whatever. He was a short king. <laughs> He's a short king. He doesn't sound like a king to me, sweetie. No, he wasn't. He wasn't a king. He was just He was short. just short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the only time. And I definitely could have just left, but I don't know. It just I don't know why, because I definitely could have just been like, I want to leave now, but for whatever reason... I, and I'm sure many other people, don't feel comfortable. Like, I don't think I was in any danger. Like, there's no way. Like, like you said, like, there's no, I, he was definitely drunk enough that if I said I wanted to leave and he tried to stop me, I could have just fucking pushed the kid over. Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't know why. It just, I don't know. I just, that's just an interesting concept. I don't, I don't think you should have to feel like you're in danger. In order to use an excuse. Sometimes it just saves everybody. Just, yeah, like, I the, don't want to hurt your feelings, the, but I want to get the feels. fuck out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, I don't I don't hate you as a person. Like, if I hate somebody as a person, I will, oh, my, that's my favorite time to leave. Is when somebody has, has proved to be a shitty person. Because I will be like, wow. I fucking hate you. I'm leaving now. <laughs> Time to go. Deuces. Yeah, I guess just the social niceties of it all. Yeah. I think we should just be honest with each other. Just be like, not feeling it. Yeah. And not really. Well, I actually had an experience like that somewhat recently. And we were hanging out for the first time. And he had just come over to... um He'd come over to watch Rent because... Oh, right, right, right. The boy that wanted to sing musicals. Yeah, we were we we were heavy leaning into the fact that we were going to go do karaoke for um, our, like, first date. He wanted to, which I would do this. This actually sounds like a really fun first date idea. Mm. But he had suggested, he was like, we, we set an amount of money... And we go into a thrift store and we spend up to that amount of money on an outfit for the other person. Oh. And then you pick each other's outfits and then you go out to dinner together wearing your thrifted chosen for See? you outfits. And he wanted to do that, go out to dinner and then go do karaoke, which just sounds horrifically embarrassing. Yeah. But also like... I, I do want to do it now. <laughs> and that's what makes us fundamentally as a person, because I'm, like, cringing, and I'm like, oh, fuck no, and you're, like, low-key, like, cringing, but I'm still going to do it. And I'm just like, oh, my God. But I still think it's a fun idea. Like, I, I think it's a fun idea for other people, but I don't know. I guess I just don't trust men to dress me. That's also very true. <laughs> like, like most of them can barely dress themselves. Trust a man to dress trust me. Trust a man. Like, I do that with a woman or a they, them, or anyone but a cis man, unless Any, he has good taste. Unless he, like... Unless he does, yeah. Yeah, like, unless you, like, taste, it's obvious. Which, this guy did. This oh, okay, This guy did okay. have good taste. Um, okay, that's good. So, I would have let him... He would have probably picked me out something like retro but not cheesy retro mm. like he would have found something like actual fucking vintage Ooh. it would have been a good thing but yeah he came over one night and we were gonna watch rent and sing along to the songs together and at one point we started making out and in the middle of making out we literally just kind of like stopped and i was just kind of like 
I'm just not really like feeling <laughs> this interaction. Like, I like am not super into this. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, he was like, oh yeah, okay, cool, that's fine. Oh, and then nice. like the next day, he texted me and was like, clearly there's mm-hmm. a little bit of a rift in uh, in physical compatibility and like physical connection. And I was like, yeah, 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 that happens sometimes. But he's he's still a very cool person, but. We didn't talk for long yeah. enough for him to even become a friend afterwards. Yeah. That only happens when you lead me on for six years. <laughs> Is that a good segue? Yeah, that's, oh my god, into, that's the best segue into our main topic. Because, like, Courtney's dating life is far more interesting than mine. Because, like, I've already talked about it, it's very hard for me to date women. Not sure why. But there's just men that just, like, occasionally I date a dude, but, like, Nothing is serious because I just occasionally you date a dude. Occasionally you fuck a dude. <laughs> like <laughs> occasionally a guy comes by. Occasionally a man comes over for no more than three hours, and then they go home. Yeah, but that's like <laughs> ideal. That's like yeah. That's honestly ideal at this point. Um. <laughs> Though, my only problem is that we live in a third floor walk-up, and our Mm. bottom door, like, into the building does not lock on its own. I fucking wish it did. I will buy a fucking doorknob to put on that to make it so it locks. Mm. If Alex would just let me change the lock Mm. on that. Because... That is the that is the worst part. Oh, yeah. That's, like, honestly the only Having to, like, go down and let people in. I've let men sleep over that I otherwise didn't really want to sleep over. Just because you didn't want to walk down? Just because I didn't want to walk fucking downstairs. Yo. It's it's a valid excuse. Like, if somebody, if I really want somebody to leave, I'll fucking make them. Obviously. Yeah, but, like, if it's, like, fine, you can, because your bed's fairly large, so it's, like, fine. Yeah. You're in that corner. I'm over here. Yeah. Except for when you get a fucking clinger, man. Oh, clingers. It's like, I love cuddling in those, like, sleepy moments up until you're, like, about to settle into your last position to sleep. That is our late night Christmas truck. Since we've moved into this apartment, even in the winter, occasionally at between 8 and 9 p.m., we just hear this ice cream truck. We've never gone to the ice cream truck. We've never even actually seen the ice cream truck. But this happens almost every night, even in the even in middle. It was like negative. If somebody lives in the Greater Worcester, Greater Worcester, Massachusetts, I feel like it just happens in the Vernon Hill area. (laughs) If somebody knows. If somebody knows, please, please tell us. Because, like, I would actually love to go get ice cream. I just really don't feel like it's safe. I don't think they're selling ice cream. Yeah. Because it just, it happens. Like, I wouldn't be weirded out if it didn't happen in the dead of winter. Why are we still whispering? <laughs> I know, as if the evil ice cream man can hear us. <laughs> All of a sudden, we turn <laughs> oh and Oh, my like, God. 
No. Anyways. Especially since he'd be floating three floors up. Stop. Vampire ice cream man. Vampire Oh my god, that's that's definitely goosebumps. Oh, I realized something. So our our doormat says welcome scaredy cats. I know. So So, who are we inviting? So we're only inviting scaredy cats. And I don't think a vampire would identify themselves no. as oh, a scaredy cat. Not. So I don't think okay. a vampire would I still think we take... need a new doormat anyways. I know, and I, put, I, I looked know. at one at Michael's and then we didn't actually... I know! I it's because... Why do they put the doormats at the beginning? I don't want to walk around with it the whole time. The doormat okay. needs to be at the end. I think it's because they want you to get a cart. Oh, <laughs> you're... Because mm. if you pick up the doormat, you're like, I don't want to carry this, this around. Round. I'm going to put it in a cart. And then you have a whole oh. cart to fill up instead of just your arms. And it's psychological, people. They do it to us on purpose. Marketing. This has nothing to do with dating. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, so what's the code name here? The code name here is Baby Arms. That's right. And I told you I hate it because I just, I know what this human looks like and I just picture it. Yeah, yeah, um, baby arm. You know what? I'm not even going to explain why baby arm is Yeah, don't, don't, just leave baby arm as it is. Um, you can just, you can just be curious for the rest of your darn lives. So, I met baby arm in the spring of 2016. I had just turned 25. I had just moved into what was kind of my first place on my own. Mm. I was living in the bottom half of a split level. So there was nothing separating me from the other people. And I would like frequently spend time upstairs with them. Mm. And I had just ended a two and a half year relationship. Was this in Boston? No, this was, this was when I was living in West Boylston. Oh, oh, okay. That was when I was out here. Yeah. So that was how I got like introduced to the Worcester area to begin with. The Worcester area. So I like actually had made friends here. So then even when I lived in Rhode Island, I would drive out to Worcester and then I worked in Worcester and met you and moved to Worcester and... So, Worcester, Worcester, Worcester. But yeah, (laughs) West Boylston is how I ended up in Worcester. And he was the first person that I met on Tinder that I went on a date with. Oh, gotcha. After going through this breakup. It was like my first actual date. And... Ooh, that's loaded. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. But the thing was, it went really, really well. Like, we had a great fucking time. We had a great kiss at the end of the day. Is that the first red flag? Is that your first date after your really bad relationship went really well? I don't know why. I just feel like that's a red flag. Oh, no. This wasn't after my bad relationship. This was after my good relationship. Oh, never mind. This was after after I ended the relationship because he was looking for a job and was going to move to Washington, D.C. okay. He was a good person and that's that on that (laughs) um but i had just ended that relationship and yeah so it was the first date we went on but it went great things were awesome second time we hung out i went over to his place he made the best fucking margaritas i've ever had in my entire life Mm. 
and we drank margaritas and watched horror movies and it was great and then we had really great sex and i slept over and we had really great sex over and over again all fucking night and it was wonderful and i think that whole experience is what just like fucking hooked me right at the very beginning i didn't stand a goddamn fucking chance after that and basically we would be on and off because he would travel around a lot um Mm -hmm. there were a few times that he got arrested for things that he didn't non-violent things that were bullshit yeah usually marijuana related like shit like that um so like he was kind of all over the place also just want to interject yes we do you believe non-violent drug offenders should be let out just yes absolutely throw Uh, that in there yeah non-violent drug offenders should not be in prison every person who is in jail for distributing marijuana while white men profit on that industry should be released and that's where we stand on that yeah that's that's a stance that will be forever right there but anyway um he worked in the industry like he worked at grow ops in california and shit like that so that was fucking why he had to go to court at one point because he was on paperwork for a grow up in California that had like let its license Ooh. lapse. But because he had been like an employee at one point, yeah, he got pulled into like the lawsuit and had yeah, to they still had to court. like yeah, sucks. It was yeah, they found his name in one paperwork that he at one point worked there, and they were like, gotta call this guy. Yeah, exactly. Shit, that sucks. So. If he ever listens to this, he's probably going to be like, you got all of that wrong. But I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. Yeah. That's from, from the stories he told me. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we were on and off for a very long time. And a lot mm. of that on and off was me being like head over heels. Like every single person I tried to date, I compared to him. Oof would try to be like no not doing this anymore but like i was at his fucking beck and call (sighs) and i would try so hard not to be and i would fight it constantly and he always knew exactly what to say to me don't they always (sighs) don't they i mean it's fucking rude man that's rough yeah so so yeah so that went on for six years And it's only been within the past year that it came to another point where we were talking again and had hung out a couple times. And he, like, said that he wanted to, like, try something. And he came and, like, spent the night with us. Um, There was a wonderful, wonderful... (laughs) The first time he came to this apartment Mm. and met Rebecca... I had already kind of made Rebecca hate him. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. You literally low-key prefaced it as, here's the guy that's been, like, low-key leading me on, but I've also kind of been letting him lead me on, but also he's kind of been leading me on. How am I supposed to feel about that? But basically, we, like, we 
we were quote unquote <laughs> joking around, but we were shitting oh, on him. We did that. We did night. that like guy thing. We shat on him we constantly, and then he still came into my room with me afterwards, <sighs> and we had sex. And then after we had sex, he was laying on my floor. With his legs up on my bed, like, had, like, kind of just rolled himself out of the bed onto the floor. And literally just goes, I don't think, (laughs) I forget exactly how he phrased it, but it was, like, right after we had sex, he was like, I don't think we should be together. (laughs) And I was just like, (laughs) hello? (laughs) Excuse me? Excuse me? So, I was like... That's not a thing that you say immediately after having sex. But then it turned out that he had been very, very, very offended. I don't even remember what we said. Oh, I don't remember exact things we said. It was like everything. Everything he did, we like shat on. We we were really fucking mean to him. And I acknowledge, like, I can acknowledge when I don't remember any of this. Thing. I think I was just feeding and not trying to excuse myself or my behavior, but I think I was just feeding off of you and I just... Oh, you absolutely were. Okay, yeah, because th- I think that's my problem as an air sign is not only do I f- feed people, but they also feed me. So if I'm not careful... <laughs> yeah, and that's why we're a dangerous combination <laughs> because I have a Libra moon, so we just feed off of each other. So we just in, become like, a fucking tornado? You know, yeah, you know when, um, you know when there's, like like an echo between two electronic devices mm. and it just keeps bouncing back and forth until and it, gets it gets worse. really high pitch yeah, and it's like rah, 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 rah. um yeah it's kind of like that that's us when we get toxic together when we get toxic together yes exactly um which we can admit happens and we're working on it okay. step one acknowledge step two try and do better next time mm, yeah step three Keep going to therapy. Keep always keep going to therapy. What's like? Think about it. I like an oil change, a cartoon up once every six months. Yeah, you know, just just check in. Just you know, let them know. Right, let them know how you're feeling. Talk to a third party. That's like, yo, what's been up? And then you're like, well, actually, you know. And a third party that can like get you help if you're a danger to yourself. Yes, or others. Or others. What were we just talking about before this? Um, we were talking about how we were shitting on baby arm. We were really mean. I've said it a thousand times. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> he he did end up expressing that to me, and we ended up like uh, being on and off again for a little while, and then one of those times, the last time that we were on was relatively recent so it's only the last right now (laughs) fuck me but he was like i'm getting this job that's up in maine but i'm still gonna be you know down here a lot so i i still want to try and i still want to do this and that and the other thing and um I was like, I need 
And I, I told him, like, when this was happening, I was like, I, I need a certain level of interaction. Like, yeah. my love language is quality time. Yeah, mine is too. Yeah, if definitely. I am not getting time to spend with you, I am going to be unhappy. If you are too busy for me, I am going to be unhappy. And I tell this to men that I date. Very upfront. Very upfront because I do sometimes date men who are like I find out that they are very like ambitious. Yeah. And and busy. And busy and like, and, like have a lot great. of shit going on. And it's like that's great if that's like your life. Yeah. But you need somebody who who isn't me <laughs> yeah because we're just we're not hustle and grind people yeah exactly we're like do the work that we need to do to like pay our bills and live happily yeah exactly but we're also not gonna absolutely kill ourselves like yeah like i i will if there are extra things i can do to make to make money i'll put effort into them um every once in a while but if i am burning out like fuck off leave me alone i am nope. fucking resting because i need to fucking rest sometimes mm-hmm. and everyone <laughs> so i told him that and he was like i am committed I feel like I've said his name because I've been high. Have I? I don't know, but just edit it out. Yeah, I guess so. Baby arm. Baby arm. Baby arm. Baby arm. <laughs> um, so he was like, yeah, I want to try to do those things. And within like the first month, it was like three weeks into the month. And that that I hadn't seen him. And I was like, bruh. My guy. This is, this is over with. It's done for. And. Didn't he like fail to come over a few times? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and he it was had that... been like, he had been like, I'll come over at this time. And then kept pushing it back to the point that you were like. It is now almost 10 p.m. on a Wednesday. You cannot come over. I'm going to bed. Yeah, exactly. Like, And I'm going to wake up in the morning and you are not going to be there. Because that's another culture that I don't understand. People who have, like, regular 40-hour-a-week jobs but still will, like, party on weeknights and get, like, two hours of sleep and still, like, I go to good. work and function. I mean, I guess cocaine is a hell of a drug. But, and Adderall. Like, and Adderall and all the shit that people take. But it's, like, I'm, like, another part of not killing myself for my job is getting a good amount of sleep at night. I'm, like, in eight <laughs> hours. I think, like, I talk to boys... And it's like, I'm like, oh, at 8.30, I'm like, oh, I'm going to bed. And they're like, oh, going to bed early. And I'm like, yeah, I go to, I'm like physically in bed 8.39 and probably asleep by 9.30, 10. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I need my like eight hours. The bare minimum that I can go on is like six. Yeah. Oh, agreed. Like six hours. Five hours, I'm miserable. Yep. And it's Miserable. not even, it's not even like, 
I'm like being a baby about it and it's like, oh, I'm sleepy. It's like if I get less than six hours of sleep, I will feel physically ill. Yeah, I'll have like Like, a headache all day. I'll have a headache all day. I'll be nauseous all day. Yes. I will be like just irritated just irritated very easily irritated <laughs> yeah no like it's it's not a good time when i don't get sleep and that ended up kind of being what the undoing was with with baby arm was the his work One hours time, were slightly more flexible, right? His work hours were slightly yeah. more flexible. And so, but he was almost exclusively only available, mm-hmm. like, during weekdays, like, in the middle of the day. Yeah. And granted, also, like, he never was able to sleep over because yeah, he took care yeah. of his father figure. Um, And so sleepovers weren't a thing. But then after he moved to Maine and said that he wanted to try, he had come back down one weekend. He was like, I can come over tonight. I'd be able to sleep over. He actually, like, came through and did the thing as he said he would. But it was on a weeknight. And I told him, you can sleep over, but you cannot wake me up in the middle of the night to have sex i know that that has been a thing between us in the past but this is a different scenario but bitch i gotta be up i have to be up for work in the morning i know you can't fucking relate yeah um and he woke me up at three forty-five in the morning to initiate sex after you exclusively asked him not to he just went and crossed the boundary you so clearly said don't we love the male audacity like to just think like no i'm not just being coy i'm not just being like (laughs) don't keep me up all night (laughs) like no don't keep me up all night don't keep me up all night i'll fucking kill you did i ever tell you about the time that the doctor mm. that I dated, um, he woke me up at 3.45 in the morning, like, the same time. I don't know why it's always 3.45. I remember, I but I remember, like, always looking at my phone and it's always 3.45 Weird. when I get woken up. Maybe that means something, but, um, but this time it was because... He thought that I was taking up the whole bed. I was literally on the edge of the fucking bed. The reason he thought that I was taking up the whole bed was because his mattress was so old that it had a fucking divot in it. And he was like uncomfortably in the divot and that was somehow making him feel like he was... Oh. on the edge of the bed or I was taking up the bed and I was like no no <laughs> and I got pissed well, yeah I got fucking pissed don't wake me up because your mattress is garbage and then we actually got in a fight about it Ooh. because he was like you were such a fucking bitch when like that happened and I was like yeah you woke me up at the wee hours of the morning to tell me to move over when I was already on the fucking edge of the bed. 
had had the tiniest bit of self-awareness crossed your mind to maybe check your surroundings before you shake me awake and tell me i'm fucking taking up the bed which he was fucking rude about when he did too like he was why do why like i because you always date men that have these like weird idiosyncrasies Mm -hmm. of like weird fucking shit they do that is just fucking awful and i hate it (laughs) like i understand like you know oh love is love is blind like you like like when you love someone you see past their flaws (laughs) there are some flaws that i cannot fucking see past no uh, okay that's how you end up with a divorce if the only thing in your shower is three in one no no no. If you don't have hand soap on your bathroom sink, no. Got a don't tread on me flag on your ceiling? ceiling? <laughs> no. No. If you have any flag stretched across your ceiling. Yeah, your ceiling, it's always against, like, if someone has, like, an LGBTQ flag, it's always, I've never, I don't know. Yeah, like, it's I usually hung, why. like, a it's normal always, flag or a tapestry. Yeah. But it's like, but for some reason... The don't tread on me flags and sometimes you look up and there's just a confederate flag and you're just like, why is that there? And it's like, so if, it... you, if you don't look up, you don't oh see it? Oh my god, can you imagine, can you imagine if you were, like, hooking up with someone and you, like, oh, stumbled into the room with them and you were, like, getting real into it and, like, obviously you're getting into things so your eyes are closed and suddenly you're laying on your back on their bed and you look up and they're, like, mid-thrust and you just see a confederate flag <laughs> that's an absolute nightmare at that point that's <laughs> like <laughs> oh i would hope i would hope i would be able to tell sooner than that genuinely but also like you never right. know you never know you do never know like you just never know so like i would hope that i mean honestly i would just hope that i don't attract that male at all whatsoever like i hope yeah. I think I look like a leftist bisexual, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how. So, like... I look like a lesbian. Yeah, you look like a lesbian. Which, like, is... It, it's a double-edged sword because it, it, it keeps some types of men that I don't want away from me. Like, they're just... They're too intimidated. They won't approach me. And then there are the men who take it as a challenge mm. and those men fucking suck yeah if you're that kind of man if you see a woman in a bar and you're like she looks like she wouldn't be interested but i could probably convince her don't fucking do it yeah why would you do such a thing in male audacity, it's the audacity of it all. They just that's that's um that like another fucking thing that I think people don't realize is it happens to me all the time that when I'm out in public, like especially in well, usually in a bar situation, because usually it's people when they're intoxicated, mm-hmm. but people just help themselves. And rub my fucking head. Ew. And it's like... Why? They don't like... Like, I've literally had strangers come up behind me, 
reach their hand oh, like in no. front of my whole head uh, and then uh. just like pull their hand all the way across the top of my head and then like slide up next to me like he was the smoothest motherfucker in the entire world. I would have punched him. And instantly. I looked at him and I was like Pop. How did I you not like, pop him? Oh my god, I would have if it wasn't one of my favorite bars and okay. it wouldn't have happened in front of one of my favorite bartenders okay. um, just, who oh. would either be put in the uncomfortable position of kicking me out or would probably, more likely because of who he was as a person, would probably fucking fight in my favor. Gotcha. And beat the shit out of somebody and get in trouble. Yeah. But either way, it was, you know. Yeah, but um, we don't touch people. You yeah. don't touch... I can't believe we have to say this, but um, you don't like, touch people without their consent, especially not strangers. Yeah. Like, the, o- the absolute only time that you should, like, come up behind somebody or suddenly grab them in a certain way, is if they are about to walk in front of a fucking train. Yeah. Like, that is the only time, or 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 a cliff. Or there's an, or there's a AC unit falling from the third floor. Unless you are saving someone from certain death, keep your fucking hands to yourself. (laughs) We learned this in kindergarten, people. Yeah, no, because that's similar with, like, not to get off a totally different tangent, but you understand this with, like, tattoos. The way people will be like, it's like, grab your arm and be like, what's this? And it's like, my fucking arm. I've had people literally stroke my tattoo. Like, lightly rub their fingers down it. Yeah! And be like... This is such a Especially, like, we both have thigh tattoos. You're... Mm, I know, I know, I struck a nerve there because I get it. Yeah, having a fucking thigh tattoo, dude. Like, it's no, that's not, an, not invitation an invitation to, to touch, touch my thighs. fucking thighs. Yeah, it's not an invitation. Let's let's say it. Let's say it again for the people in the back. Tattoos are not permission to touch anybody's skin. Okay, cool. Got it. Got are we? Are we on the same page here? Did I tell a coherent story about baby arm? Did I did yeah. I at least conclude that? I think so. Um well you talked about baby arm and not you mentioned how he didn't show up after he said he was gonna show up. Well no, he like, did show up No, I mean like show up in like the grand scheme of things. Like, oh in the grand scheme them, of things. He yes. didn't see him yes, for yes, yes. after saying he wanted to be serious. And after disregarding my boundary, and that's disre- where we were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. so like it was after that hangout and then we were like trying to make after that hangout I kind of like stopped texting him as much. I stopped like trying I stopped yeah. putting in effort and he would still text me and, like, try to hang out when he was around. And finally, at one point, I told him, like, that I just did not want to talk to him anymore. Mm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And and then he reached out to me again recently, and I absolutely fucking lost my shit because... Being nice apparently doesn't actually get you anywhere, 
and mm-hmm. you have to... And you have to be a bitch in order to get it through their fucking skull? Yeah. But no, I'm just a bitch. That's fine. I'll just be a bitch. a bitch. Don't mind me. Yeah, I... At this point in time, especially given the relationship we've described on this show that we have, where we're perfectly comfortable in our ability to cohabitate for the long term. Yeah. And that all of those things, including doing things like, you know, you you have... Mm. You have certain desires to, like, go out and experience things. Like, we can fucking travel yeah, we together. Yeah, we've we done that. We can go experience things together. Yeah. I don't need to be with someone to go and, like, travel. I don't need travel to be romantic. I don't know why travel has always been romanticized. Why you can't just fucking travel with your friends. Romanticize traveling with your fucking friends. It's called couple privilege. Co- like travel with Bitch, your I could friends go every year. Yeah, exactly. We're going on a trip every year. Oh, exactly. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, because that's the thing is our bar is so much higher because we fulfill so much basic necessities for each other that, like, yeah, you kind of like we're not gonna settle for subpar right. partners that can't. Like, no, yeah. why would we settle? Why should we lower our expectations? Exactly. If you can't meet it. And it's just like, yeah, exactly. Don't don't cut yourself on shattered expectations. Mm-hmm. Theme of the month. I need less as far as, like, categories of things. Yeah. But I need more in those categories. Yeah. So it's like, as far as, like, someone who makes me feel, like, romantically Mm. loved. I need somebody who's going to show up and show me that I am romantically loved. It's nicer to be able to focus on the romantic aspect of a relationship. Yeah, or just the deeper, more emotional Yeah, exactly. When When you don't have, you know... I've had people say to me that they... They don't want to be in a relationship because they don't want to be solely responsible for somebody's feelings. And you I was like, what? and I'm like, that's not what a relationship is. No, you should never, you are never responsible for anyone else's emotions except your own. It's like, you are only responsible for the things that you and your partner have agreed that you are to be responsible or like to be considerate of and i think that's a very basic agreement that should be easily made between two people but um oof god the straights put up with so much Mm -hmm. struggle is so real why women ladies why do you put up with so much like i do by choice i am actively gay passively by like why why do you put up with so much because my brain chemistry i am so sorry (laughs) i am so sorry you were born that way (laughs) i'm so sorry Because, like, sometimes I hear my straight friends talk about things, and I'm just like, 
I would never put up with that. And I don't mean it in a mean way. It's just that, like, I don't know. I just, like, I, like, the shit that some of y'all put up with. That fucking TikTok that I sent you. Which one? That was, like, the the girl whose boyfriend has, like, the thing in his door where when you open the door of his car, it projects an image of him and his girlfriend mm-hmm. in, like, the light that shines on the ground. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I sent it to, like, you and a few other people, basically all my queer friends, and I was just like, in case y'all were wondering, we're not okay. Yeah! The straights are not okay. We're never okay. Like, I'm getting occasion- I'm getting TikToks of girls being like, I found a chapstick, so I'm gonna leave this bobby pin. And I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) What are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. Like, that's what I see. And I'm just like, there's so much more work than I'm willing to put in with a relationship with a man. Honestly. Like, you have to, so much investigative work goes into this. So much mental energy that I just don't have into dating a subpar man. I'm sorry. Exactly. And that's why I'm just like, I try to, you know, be an example and I try to just, like, be upfront with people, and I try very hard not to, like, let anybody think anything. Ooh, 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 I ashed on myself and it hurt. Oh, no. She lit herself on fire. It's fine. As it's long as you fine. didn't light my bed on fire. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I burned my sock, but everything is fine. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I've lit something on fire while smoking weed, but that's a story for another day. Right. Yeah, no. So, what the fuck was I saying? Um, uh, being an example. Oh, yeah. Like, so, uh, whenever I go into something, I will just be, like very upfront and blatant about everything about like this is what i'm looking for what are you looking for if those things don't match up Mm -hmm. like i'm not going to fucking waste my time like let's let's be intentional about the connections we make with people because i don't feel like wasting my time with someone who I'm going to get to know on, like, a really shallow level, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden when I see them and them their, like, deeper selves, it's, like, absolutely not what I want from a person at all. Like, because people are so much di- different mm-hmm. when they're dating than they are in their, like, day-to-day life. Yeah. That's why being in a relationship is different than dating. Yeah. Like, when you pop that bubble of just you and that person, and you start to meet people in their lives, and then they start meeting people, like, that is a step I never get. Like, I am, oh my god, my family makes fun of me, my family actively makes fun of me, because every boyfriend I've ever brought to a family thing, I've then broke up less than a month later. It's so yeah. it's like an active joke amongst my family that I have like commitment issues, and if a boy comes to meet the family, he's he's he's, he's done. doomed. He's done. He's <laughs> doomed, I tell you, it's so, a trap. Yeah, exactly. It's like don't meet her family because then she'll family. dump you. <laughs> like, it's almost like you. It's almost like you're a fisherman and you like catch a fish and then you like so you think hold was- it up for the hold it up for the fam to see before you throw it back. 
Because, like, you think that would mean... Uh, like, you think men would love me for that. Oh, you don't have to meet my family? <laughs> but then they're like, no, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah, but then, yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, um, dating is hard, man. Dating is so fucking hard, and it just keeps getting harder. The older we get, thank God we found each other, so that way, like, we're gonna buy a house together, so we don't have to, like, we're gonna take... That couple privilege as far as we can for as long. We're going to do that. Yeah. If we need to, like, legally marry because one of us has bomb fucking health insurance. Oh, speaking of which, (laughs) I realized that I have, like, tens of thousands more in life insurance than I thought I did. (laughs) Okay. I didn't realize that. Well, don't die. I don't care. I know, but like... I know I'm the beneficiary. You're the I don't beneficiary. fucking care. No, you're not allowed to die. I don't care if I'm the... I don't know. No, no, no. I don't care that I'm the beneficiary. Finally, she admits that she wants me alive <laughs> because she loves me and not just for the fact that I help pay the bills. <laughs> Shut up. And <laughs> yes, you can hold your hand if you want to. Cause I wanna hold yours too. That's trending on my TikTok right now. So we'll be playmates and lovers and share our secret loves. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Fergie. <laughs> uh, no, that's been coming up on my TikTok and it's been like a trend of like people being like you know like there there's like that song is playing but their face is like yeah you can hold my hand if you want to because i want to hold holders too kind of like reluctant affection uh, okay and that's like i'm Not like oh wow way it. to attack i'm just like oof way to attack me <laughs> like it's like yeah i guess i fucking like, like yeah. you or whatever cool hold my hand that's cute i suppose yeah it it still kills me to admit that like I do want like fucking romance. I know romance. it's our Give it's the Libras. Romance. It's your Libra moon and it's my Libra sun. It just we're fucking just fucking get me some chocolate covered strawberries and some fucking roses, right? Take me out to dinner, right? Kiss me in front of a fountain, like oh come on, like classic eighties movie shit. <laughs> Stand outside my window with the boombox. Drive away on a lawnmower. <laughs> Waiting outside of the church for you. I don't know why you'd be in a church, but like. <laughs> uh, pick me up of- at the high school fair in a car that flies away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one. <laughs> we go together. Let's call it a night. Yeah. I, I agree, <laughs> but, uh, no, so, final thoughts, dating is hard, we will continue to talk about our dating lives, because that's a fun topic, I suppose. I think that's con- honestly the only topic that we're ever gonna have. That's not true. Oh I my know. god, that's, don't listen to her, that's absolutely not true. Yeah, we got a real fun one coming up where I'm gonna talk about dismembering bodies. Yeah, so we're gonna start, uh... You know, we're going to do kind of free-form topics like this, but also each of us will dive into our, what I would consider, uh, our special interests, you know, the things that we're particularly obsessive over. 
Because we're very similar, but we're also very different because we obsess over very different things. Very different things. So this is also going to be a platform for us to just knowledge dump on each other of things that we're currently taking up space in our, was Bailey Sarian say, in our noggin. In our noggin. In our noggin. Taking up space in our noggin. All right. So (laughs) here's to the podcast that's really just two stoned bitches soundboarding off each other. (laughs) This is just like therapy. <laughs> this, this is therapy. I no longer need my therapist. Thank, Thank you very much. I have a podcast now. I have a podcast now. <laughs> I get it now. I get it. This is why men don't need therapy. This is, this is oh. <laughs> just kidding. Men very much every need therapy. Man should be in, every human should be in therapy. Every, yeah. Do you have a heartbeat and you're a human? Go to therapy. And for those of us who are going to therapy because the other people in our lives didn't go to therapy, we got you. We we get it. Have a good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Say bye-bye, Reed. Bye-bye, Reed. <laughs> Say bye-bye. <laughs>